Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. We know that today we live in a global economy. We have billions of people on this earth who are now interacting in several uh, layers of business. We have people that are living in uh, one country and doing business for another country. We have people that are moving uh, from country to country in their business to uh, uh, airline travel. We have people that are even within a, a city who are traveling an hour and 45 minutes from one location to another to um, provide services, or, um, earn a wage. Um, we know that, uh, that, that because there are so many people that we, we're getting to a point of, of density that it doesn't even matter how much transportation that we provide either through highways or even a train. There's so many people using it that there's a delay because we have to still wait for all of us to uh, be able to access um, these, these uh, ways of traveling. And so one of the things that has been real popular is something called a 10-minute neighborhood. And what they're trying to do essentially is they're trying to create an opportunity for people to um, exist in their own communities. And so they would find their own work. They would find their own recreation. They would find their own resources and, um, I guess, uh, outlets within their own community. And what that means is so if we look into what it is as a 10-minute neighborhood and and you know, right now, you know, some communities are fortunate enough to have this 10-minute neighborhood. And one of those, New York City, uh, certain areas of New York City has the 10-minute neighborhood. Um, Portland has a very good model of the 10-minute neighborhood. Seattle was working on a 10-minute neighborhood. Um, uh, I think it's Ottawa, uh, Canada is working on a 10-minute neighborhood. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to get away from this global model of how people move. And we can see by the COVID um, uh, uh, pandemic that there's going to be a greater need to um, control or filter the movement of people as so as to keep um, things like the pandemic uh, virus from uh, spreading the way it's spreading now. You know, we do this already when we travel with um, with fruits and vegetables and um, produce that we bring from other countries. We're not allowed to do that. And so now I think they're moving toward and this has been something that's been before the pandemic, this has been an idea um, in terms of creating more convenience for people. Uh, we know with the with the um, evolution of Amazon and the convenience of getting things at your your door, and uh, you know the uh, all the apps, you know, in terms of the Uber Eats and you know Uber and and you know all of these apps are creating a, such a convenience for people that most people are, com- are comfortable being in their own space and receiving services, and so. In this uh, 10-minute community, they're trying to create more of that in terms of the way people live um, daily, right? And so what it is not, it is not a global model. 
right? A 10-minute neighborhood is a community where residents can walk short distances from home to destinations that meet their daily needs. So a 10-minute community has to be something that is livable, sustainable, transit-oriented, walkable, and connected. And what I mean by connected, um, connected people are connected socially because they're uh, comfortable being with one another. They uh, they share goods and services on a regular basis with the same people. Um, the people in that community begin to, um, to uh, leave an imprint on the style and character of that community. Walkable meaning that when you go to suburban areas or suburban communities, um, you often don't have sidewalks or you don't have places, uh, for people to walk safely. And so, and, you know, in Florida, this is an issue, uh, in some areas of, of New York, any suburban community in this country is an issue with, um, community, some communities being walkable and having sidewalks, um, transit oriented. And I'm not talking about, um, trains that are taking you an hour away or, or anything that is an hour away. I'm talking about people using their feet, using a bicycle, um, even traveling, commuting to a, a, using a wheelchair, or mobile assisted devices, and I'm also talking about communities that are sustainable, communities that have all of the essentials that are necessary for you to live. You know, uh, whether it's a, um, a hardware store or a produce store or um, places that people work, right? And so they have all professions in that community. And so there's no need to really expand outside of that community because everything is within that community. Sort of like um, if you've ever seen the movie Hunger Games or the Divergent series, you know, it's sort of like they're kind of trying to create that community that's um, built in that such a way. Um, now, there are benefits to this. The benefits is that, you know, it provides more comfort. Um, and, you know, it, you know, but, but there are some you know, pitfalls to this. I mean, some people like traveling to other communities. Some people like having the option to be all over the city. Some people like to experience, you know, different characters. You know, one of the things being about being in New York City, it's like a global economy or a global community. There's, you know, there's every community here. So you don't even have to travel to another country in New York City because every country is represented here in New York City. You can go to those distinct uh, communities and you can almost, almost find that 10-minute neighborhood. It's not as convenient in terms of uh, transit, but you can almost uh, uh, feel that 10-minute community in terms of the the, the, the imprint of the, the cultural imprint on these communities. And so when you go into these communities, you can really feel like you're in a Chinatown, like you're in, you know, um, you know, India or, you know, it depends on where it is. And, and so you really get a sense of that. And that's what they're trying to create more of throughout this country. Now, what are the key elements of this 10 community? this 10 minute community is one is the destinations, right? So it's gotta be, it has to provide commercial needs. It has to provide transportation and it has to provide recreational needs. One of the things about moving to suburban communities, you know, many people move to suburban communities because they want to get out of the density of the cities. But what you find that when you move to a, a suburban community is that, you know, you don't have the amenities like uh, bike lanes. Uh, you don't have many of the amenities like uh, jogging lanes or places to rollerblade, you know, or even um, uh, commercial-sized gyms, right? Um, that's, that's, that is changing as we speak, but that, you know, they're catching up to that. Um, you don't have opportunities to go into parks where you have natural devices or, or organic devices that um, create opportunities for you to exercise. Um, it's not really safe for you to walk, you know, um, to the park because there are highways, there are a lot of highways, and most people drive, and so, you know... Um, 
this is moving away from that kind of model, the sprawl model, the model where everything is spread out and you have to drive to all uh, places. And then when you drive to these places, there are huge parking lots for you to go into these malls. This model is, 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 is not speaking toward that norm, speaking toward a different norm. It's talking about um, things being, you know, within a half a mile, within a half a mile, which is about 10 minutes, you should be able to get to um, a commercial uh, need or to a, you know, some sort of, um, it should be your mode of transportation, whether it's on a bicycle or walking, you know, um, or a scooter, you can, you should be able to get to somewhere within a half a mile. Um, and that and it includes, of course, recreational needs. And so that's pretty interesting as um, a key element of this 10 minute neighborhood. And with the so this is a this is a, a federal uh, mandate um, called the Growth Management Act, GMA. And essentially, the policy is is to allow urban planning that concentrates growth in urban areas to allow efficient provisions of services, reduce sprawl promote physical activity and support transportation choices. And this is all centered around people. So one, we already spoke about maintaining lo local character. So whoever lives in that community begin to organically create the character of that community. Right. Um, and that's because they live there in a consistent. So one of the things that we have in the cities, um, in large cities like New York is that we have a very transient population. And so you have in some circumstances, old school, New York City, people have stayed there um, for very long. And that's why you have those uh, cultural identities or those character identities for certain communities in New York City, and especially in the boroughs. But they're moving away from that because as um, they, we, we um, develop into an older population, they are staying there, but who's holding on to the cultural traditions? And so a lot of the younger people who are moving into those communities are not. They're actually a transient population. So they move in, they partake of the uh, local offerings, and then they move on. And so it's not a long-term thing. Um, and so what they're trying to do is create strong, uh, stronger, stronger neighborhoods that um, keep their members, right, and maintain local character. And as they're doing this through, you know, it being a place that is walkable, uh, is you know, um, aided with sidewalks, sidewalks that connect and can get you throughout the city easily. Again, within a half a mile or 10 minutes, uh, transit oriented where you can park your bikes. You can, you can rent a bike. You can, there are, there are other, anything other than a car, you should be able to commute through the city. Right. And we're not talking, we're not talking about trucks. We're even talking about moving, removing trucks from, um, local streets and local thoroughfares and, and providing, um, other routes for them to, to go so that they're not in the way of this 10-minute community. And they want to make these communities compact, right? They want to make sure that a certain number of people live in these communities, and then they create another community, and they create another community. And so this is the goal of the um, the federal government under the Growth Management Act as a way to manage uh, density in the, um, the country, right? Um, why is this important? This is important in terms of the policymakers behind this is that it creates social connectivity. We're moving into a place where people are mostly communicating through um, uh, digital media. And we know that there's a lot of Facebook and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. And so we're creating these smaller spaces. There's the hope that it will create um, more interaction between people, that it will create uh, clean air environments, um, that it will... It will um, it will um, address the demographics of the largest population in this country, six, those who are 65 and older, 
um, having the opportunity to move around with ease and be able to um, interact with their community. As we know that when uh, those who are 65 and older move into suburban communities or even living in cities, um, oftentimes they disconnect because there is no way for them to connect because of the convenience factor. Um, and you know, you, you know, we know that trying to get a, I mean, in the city, they're doing a better job of getting wheelchairs on, on, uh, buses. But if I didn't want to get on a bus and I wanted to stroll to a park, how far do I have to go in a wheelchair? Right. And so that's difficult. Um, stronger retail, right? So the retail market is actually designed for that community. They last forever. So it, it's actually the, the, um, the rebirth of the boutique and mom and pop shops will be coming back under this model. Um, and small business ownership. Um, and then, you know, the, 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 the health factor, right? They, they want to create in this 10 minute community, um, the ability to walk for 35 to 45 minutes, right? In the neighborhood that no matter what you do in this neighborhood to get around this neighborhood, it could take you anywhere from 35 to 45 minutes, uh, creating opportunities for you to be healthier. Um, of course, reduce, um, driving. So these, these, this whole concept is, is, not to um, promote driving. It's really to get away from driving, create, creating car-free environments. So, you know, hint, hint, if you want to buy a car, you want to purchase one, and you want to live in these 10-minute communities, probably not the best option. Um, and then all for all transit alternative versions, right? And so how do we get around, right? And so are we talking like trolleys and above-ground trolleys? Are we talking um, uh, um, bicycles and scooters and 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 that's the and walking right and so those are the ways that we're going um and then it's going to force the uh the real estate market to change and how it's going to force the real estate market to change is they're creating uh, essentially apartment communities right um and these apartment communities are designed for uh single individuals and families now if you have a family the apartment community will try to um provide an opportunity for you to have a space to park your car in these facilities but m many of them will not be uh, building apartments with parking uh, because the idea is that we want to create car-free car communities. And so they are going to build apartment uh, complexes that don't have uh, parking options. And the cost of having a car is on you. And that's, that's you know, dealing with the, the, um, the uh, uh, traffic that, uh, not the traffic or the density of parking in a community and how difficult it is and, and having to find a place to park your car. And so they're actually pushing against this car, you know, having a car in order to move around the city. Um, and these these um, real estate markets are these apartment um, complexes, or not apartment complexes, they, they, they call them apartment communities. These apartment communities essentially will have all things on site. And so you're talking about a gym, you're talking about some on-site security, you're talking about there's a park within 10 minutes, you're talking about there's a there's a there's a, um, a whole food store for organic material. There's uh, you know there's another supermarket for inorganic material. There's um, there's there are bars, there are there are clubs, all things in the realm of that community will be there, and so those services will be readily available for people who live in those communities. And so when you, now when you buy into when you go into real estate or you go uh, deal with a real estate developer or develop a real estate person. You're essentially going to be looking for those uh, features. Those are the things that you want to be looking for in this new 10-minute uh, neighborhood model. I want to also say that um, <clears throat> the older model of you know um, housing projects, right, of um, suburban communities that that have a lot of space and, and a lot of land space, those things are actually um, 
they, they consider them errors in urban planning. And so the changes that they're going to be offering, so that we're going to be replacing that model with this 10 minute neighborhood model. And so it's fairly new, but within the next 10 years, you'll be seeing this in your community or in a community near you. You'll be seeing this model begin to um, articulate itself in your neighborhood or around you, and then it'll eventually be in your neighborhood. So one of the things you want to try to do is, is where, where do you fit in, in this new model of uh, growth? Um, why is this model important? Let's you know we, we talked about that. So let's let's move. Let's move on to the impact on real estate. So the impact on real estate is that they're moving away from a herd mentality. Right. And so we know that when you live in areas like Long Island, where I live and, you know, you have to get on the Long Island Railroad, you know, it's, it's packed. There's no seating. You, you take it all the way to 34th Street, you know, and then you know what 34th Street looks like. You know, we talk when we talk about herd mentality, right? People are, are so um, practicing their routine, they don't even see each other. They just move, right, into directions. And it, 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 it works because there's so many people moving into, in, in 34th Street and 42nd Street that they, don't even, they, they seamlessly move throughout the city. But what it's creating is it's creating such a density and such a pressure on transportation systems that they cannot maintain the cost of um, of, of uh, maintaining transportation, right? It's, it's too much of a burden. They can't maintain the cost of, ma of, of managing bridges, right? Because the cars are driving in highways because there's such, of a, there's such a burden because there's no really, there's really no time to repair roads because everybody's always on them, right? There's no real time to uh, repair uh, the subways upgrade them with new carts, a new state-of-the-art carts, because we always need them. And so we can never be without them because there's such a dependency on them because the amount of people that have to use them to move throughout the city to meet their needs, right? And, and it's not, not every, you know, we would all, I think the majority of us would like to work in our communities, right? We, we'd rather not. I mean, I used to travel an hour and 45 minutes by bus. And then when I drove, I, it took me an hour and 15 minutes. So what's my preference? I'm going to drive. But I'm going to drive and I'm going to sit in traffic, you know, uh, with a lot of cars. Um, normally, if there was no traffic, it would take me 15 minutes to work. But because of the density of the city, it's taking me an hour and 15 minutes. This is the same deal in uh, California. This is the same deal in Atlanta, Georgia. This is the same deal in Chicago. So in all your major cities, something that could take you literally 15, 10 to 15 minutes to commute. It's not happening because there's so many cars trying to get to the same location because there's not enough amenities or services or jobs in the areas that people live. And so they're trying to get away from that herd mentality of people having to uh, run across the seas. Uh, you know, and I'm and I'm being facetious here. Of course, in terms of running across, you know, uh, eternity to try to get to a job or get to an amenity, um, they try to provide those amenities local. Um, that, you know, that's, that's interesting because we know that 42nd street, uh, around that area of 44th and Broadway is the host of Broadway. So what does that look like for Broadway? Does Broadway become localized and, and, and are there more shows that'll be offered in certain communities? Um, and we know that Broadway currently in New York city, you know, the city is the major, um, hub for that. But then when you start going to other States, they only go to, uh, one of the major cities in the state. Right. And then those who are in a local area. Uh, communities, the suburban communities don't really get an opportunity to engage um, those activities. It's going to create in intimate spaces, right? And so people will have to um, 
see one another. They have to rely on one another. The families will have to get to know one another because their families and communities will be dealing or going through a host of services that everybody has dealt with, right? And so everybody's using the same community um, uh, supermarket. Everybody's going through the same schools. And it, it's, it's similar to the suburban model. It's, it, and and some, of the, some cities, some, some neighborhoods in cities, it's similar to that. But the difference is, is that these neighborhoods intend to retain um, their community through having um, amenities that address the uh, the range of ages in the community, right? And making it convenient for all to uh, be there. They're also car-free environments. So cars, you know, cause a certain amount of stress. Not only um, do they create uh, uh, traffic and pollution, but they create stress in that the, the noise pollution and just them being around in the heat and, and having to look for them, you know, is, is a certain kind of a stressor. So imagine a neighborhood that doesn't have it. That's going to be uh, very interesting and, and, and very um, relieving to people. Um, and so the other thing is that if it's if it's for so for single people, there's a place for them, right? There, there, there. Um, when we know in some areas there, there are, you know, the some suburban community like, but they have bars, they have restaurants, they have a nightlife, right? And they coexist with family communities, right? So families and single communities coexist in these communities. And um and so it becomes and that's one of the things that New York City kind of does pretty well that there's a there's a nice integration of uh, of single people and families in the, in the city, but as of late it's becoming a less uh family oriented and more single oriented and so that's creating a a a, a stress on the city because the city needs families to sustain one of the biggest economic structures that they have to keep them going is really school systems, right? And so it's important for those intimate spaces to still coexist uh, for families to feed the structures that they have in the city that make it go. Um, and then so, and then lastly, I, I spoke about those apartment communities. And so all of these things, these intimate spaces will be available. Now, these, now once, these, once before, these intimate spaces were only um, provided to the elite, right? Um, and if you know about... Uh, the West Side Highway, if you've been in the West Side Highway or you've been to the promenades in Brooklyn, great places to visit, um, you can see the density or even Seattle along the waterline. They, their communities are, are actually established this way. They actually, uh, they birth the 10-minute community. So in their buildings, they may have a gym, they may have a, a, a playground for the kid inside the building, directly outside the building. They have um, uh, bike lanes, running lanes, right outside the building. They have all the amenities, pizza shops, anything you can think of, skating ring. You know, uh, some people call it Chelsea Piers. Uh, uh, then we have the Promenade Piers. You know, they, all of these amenities are within a 10-minute um, walking uh, distance. And so they are fully, fully um, supported in, uh, in, in being raising their families, um, in their social interactions. Um, and, and just healthy living, and because all of those things are provided in that community. And so that's essentially what this is about, uh, the 10-minute community, um, the 10-minute neighborhood. I'm going to uh, leave some articles about it. Uh, it is um, in your local areas, um, and, and it is in a New York, certain portions of New York City. It's, it's in certain portions of Long Island. It's, it's throughout the country. So you just have to really just look it up and look for where it's happening in your community, where it's starting to grow. And then um, just take note of it that this is the the new um, the new model for urban planning in this country, and really the model is 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 being designed to deal with um, 
the density of the amount of people that want to live in the country, right? And those and and live in a country, but live in a country with comfort. And so that's what's really coming down um, the pike. And I hope this was helpful. Take care. Thanks for listening to Pushing Boundaries. Once again, my name is Sharif Rucker. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor by commenting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with everyone you know. All of these things are free and take very little effort, but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.